On this week's episode, Josh wrestles the world to be the first fire pro. I stash away those goblins my grandmother gave me in the Elder Stone, and we take an LSD trip to the Witch's Isle. All of this and more on Indie Game Riots. Everybody, I am Josh. Once again, joined by the Eric Hunter with the M in the middle, uh, and we're here to talk about indie games, as always. Um, but first, not indie games because we're going to talk about ourselves. How has your week been, Eric? It's been good. I've been playing indie games. Yeah, what indie games? Your favorite indie game. My favorite indie games. Yeah. What kind of indie games? Like what? I was I was gifted the. The gift of all gifts of the gift of Undertale. Oh, I've been no. playing Undertale. <laughs> I, God, I like I like we're we're an indie game podcast and website, and and Undertale is such a indie notable, game. I agree. Notable indie game. <laughs> yes, it's the most notable of notable indie games as of recent time. And yet, I don't know anyone on our. That's on our team that likes that game particularly. Um, so I've only got a couple hours in, and oh, but it's only out. like a yeah. Right. I plan on completing it. All right. Um, uh, it was a gift from a from a dear friend of mine. So and you. the game means a lot to her. So she wants me to kind of have that kind of same experience. Which I will is say, I will fun. say, emotionally speaking, I can see how it connects with a lot of people. I, I yes. will give them that. I will give them that. There is a very there is a sec of people in society that this game will touch deeply, uh, without a doubt. Just from the from the very get go, um, I am blown away by the writing mm. and how well the game has been created to a point where. So I did what everybody did. I'm coming to understand, which is I made a mistake within the first 20 minutes of the game, where I did something I was like, "Fuck, I probably shouldn't have done that." Did you kill a motherfucker? But, I did, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> it's According fine to kill the, people. Exactly. Okay. But this game is designed so that you can have a pacifist run, which right. or genocide. isn't a common thing in video games nowadays. Um, and that's, so I went, I was that's like, the cool you know, thing about it, yeah. Exactly. That, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to – I shouldn't have killed this person. I felt like I should have because I was like, things are kind of weird and shit's crazy, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to start a brand new game. Mm-hmm. Start over. And I, I contacted my friend. I was like, hey, I think I made a mistake, but I'm going to start over. And she was like, you know what? You know, do it, Play the game however you want to play it. It doesn't matter. You know, you're going to have a great experience and enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right. I was like, you kind of want to play it this way. So I play the game. So I, start, so I deleted my save and started over. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing it. I'm going through the intro again. I'm like, you know, spamming it. Just try to get through all the text boxes and stuff. And there's a character that states... Like something happens, like you inter- you run into a character, and the character is supposed to say something to you, and then you turn to them, and then they say something else. But that didn't happen this time. What happened was is that he comes up behind me. Obviously, I knew he was going to do that, 
because I had already seen this part of the game, but my character immediately just turned around and he commented on the fact that he didn't say anything that I immediately knew that I had to turn around. So at first I was like, the fuck? <laughs> okay, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's nothing. So I just kind of you know casually moseyed on. And then I ran into another character who was like, oh, I see what you did. I see that you killed so-and-so and that you don't want to tell them that you killed them. So that's why you deleted the game and started over. Oh, I didn't know that was, that, like, that was a thing. Are you fucking kidding it me? It pulled the Metal Gear thing on you. Yeah, so exactly. Yes, the Metal Gear thing. So, like, I I sent a message to my friend who gave me the game. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man, I don't know what's going on, but, like, I think this game, like, hacked me or something. And I'm like, <laughs> it knows that, like, I started over. And her response was, welcome to Wonder Tale. Or welcome to Undertale, and I was like, "The I, fuck does that mean?" I will, like, I will, I will give credit where credits due. Undertale, I, I give, I give a lot of shit to Undertale just because I don't personally enjoy the game as a game. Uh, but and it's and then that's so, and that's the that is probably going to be the issue I have with it is that it's not a game. This is a narrative okay, well, driven story. This is a this is a telltale game. game. It's still yeah. a game because we've had that discussion many times on the show before too, but. It, it's not the kind of game that that entertains me particularly, and I'm into like walking sims and stuff. Sure, but it's just there's a lot. It's too tedious for me. This this particular game, um, I but I will that. give credit first of all the fact that Toby Fox made it completely himself is impressive. Right. Yep. Um, I'm not and a big fan just... of the art style, but you know whatever. Um, I'm it's okay just, with maybe it. Maybe that's just me. I like it. I, I'm okay with it because it's consistent. It's just consistently kind of shitty, <laughs> and it and it kind of dives into that shitty, and the the uh, the dialogue and the text is really what pushes forward past that. So I'm okay with the graphic because there is that finer detail underneath. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, and and like I said, I give credit where credit's due. It's it's. It deserves a lot of praise for a lot of things it does right. It's just that as a game, I'm not into it. It's, right. But it has, a re- like you said, a really great narrative. The music is actually pretty good. Um, and it, it, just the emotional connection that I I appreciate from a lot of different games, especially in right. the indie scene, is is really good too. But uh, well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not like people are like super fans of the game and I just like, wow. Yeah. Nah. Well, so and I, I'm not... I'm the worst person for a game like this because bug in my tea. Go ahead. I mean, protein, bro. Just go for it. Motherfucker. Um, I'm not the perfect person for this game because I, the way that I judge media is different than other people. Like I've never cried at a movie or I've never, you know, felt emotionally overwhelmed by a book or music or anything like that. Cause to me, it's just all artificial shit Mm -hmm. that's supposed to entertain me one way or another. And as long as it gets me through that hour and a half or that three minute cycle, like I'm perfectly fine with it. So (laughs) what's that? I've cried in movies. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've cried in ever since I've had kids. I've cried in commercials. (laughs) That's messed up. Like I just don't because to me, it's just it's artificially created in a lab and it means nothing to anybody. And to and if you were emotionally tying yourself to this piece of media, that is created solely for its sole purpose to generate revenue. I've got nothing for you. Like well, I just, I can't do. Is that. it like, solely for that though? 
I mean, yes, absolutely. Th- there are movies that like games are meant to, you know, get to you emotionally. Sure. And there, and and I I will concede that commercials obviously are for revenue because they're commercials. Right. But it's not about it's not, about, it's, not it's not it's not for for the for me for the individual watching it, you know, like I forget it was like a Hallmark card commercial which I I don't give a oh, fuck Jesus, about Josh. Hallmark cards. Really? I don't I think it was that. But anyway, That's I don't give a fuck about it. Hallmark cards. They, they get thrown away like they're a waste of money in my opinion. Sure. Uh and I still don't buy them even after watching this fucking commercial. But it's the point that like I don't know, just because like it reminds me of uh you know, I've seen commercials where like uh with babies and they grow up really fast and, and I sure. have kids now and I'm like, oh shit, they are growing up really fast and then I'm like, yeah. oh no. It's called time. <laughs> And that's, what, that's what gets it's not the it's not the commercial itself. It's a, it's like reminding something in the back sure. of my head that I'm trying to suppress. You know what I mean? So apparently I'm just a cold hearted son of a bitch then because yeah, you are, you are all of that. Just, so when I'm playing Undertale and certain things happen or certain characters or there's certain like there's a there's a there's a motherly character at the very beginning of this game that kind of walks you through and holds your hand and that kind of thing. Right. And there's a section of the game where she's explaining something to you and the next animation is her taking her hand and kind of tussling the hair of your character. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's very I get it now. I understand why people get so emotionally attached to this game and how they're, you know, this this giant bullhorn for people to play this game. Like, I see it now because there is that that extra that you just don't find in video games nowadays because, unfortunately, or for lack of a better phrase, they have become a lot more commercial, you know, and it's like you forget that there are people who are playing these games and these people have emotions and those emotions can be tapped into and those emotions can be... Uh, experienced with and that kind of thing so like I see those things so I'm not like to the point where it's just like you know I'm a golem that's just trudging through the world I understand mm-hmm. what emotion is when it comes to this stuff and I can I understand human emotions right you know <laughs> like I get it I think you are the not, thing Eric it's not doing anything for me so like I'm I have a feeling I'm gonna be more in- I would after I finish this game I feel like I'm I'm going to think that I probably should have just watched a walkthrough because the time that I've dedicated to play it could have been done better use somewhere else. Even though I'm enjoying my time, I still think I, I would have the same enjoyment just watching somebody play it. Holly says, know. the great majority of indie games lose money, obviously. Undertale is a huge exception, and most indie movies, uh, indie musicians, etc. don't make a dime either, so lots of art is certainly not made for money. You prick. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Why not? But there is also those developers and those musicians and those, uh, you know, those film producers out there who are constantly trying to make their products so that they finally get an Undertale, which would then reap all of that money back. So I want money. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, like. Even from Indie Game Riot's perspective, and we are first and foremost supporters of indie games. We do of course, this to support but this shit games. costs money. And I need, I need to live. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you know, you can't work for free, man. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. And it's uh, okay. It's okay to say that you're working for money. It's no big deal. You can, you, you, can know what? you know, work for revenue and also put an amazing product out there that helps people and guides people and makes their lives better. It's good, no big deal. This is a good transition for me because... Uh, one thing I'd like to point out that many of you are probably aware is that YouTube 
uh, made changes. Oh, shit, yeah. This has been terrible. And uh, after like four years, I think it's been, maybe even more, uh, of me having a perfectly clean record for the community guidelines, uploading quality content, in my opinion. Quality in quotation marks. Well, I mean the show, but uh, yeah, I, I think sure. my other videos are right. The production value is extremely high. <laughs> uh, I don't know <laughs> that, but anyway, no, no. Right. the point is that they are uh, getting—they're just booting me out of the partnership program, along with thousands of others, millions yep. maybe. Um, because be- you didn't hit those hurdles. We uh, because we don't get four thousand hours of view time, and we don't have a thousand subscribers. There you go. Um, so that's no longer an option. And you know what's really fucked up is that I think I'm literally like a dollar away from getting a check on oh, Google really? AdSense. And wow. I don't know not if they're going to pay not. that out. That's yeah. just gone? I don't know. Probably, That's, that's yeah, what's messed up about it. So I'm angry not because of the money, because I mean, it's not like I was making a shit ton of money from YouTube anyway. But... It's the principle of the matter that pisses me off. Like, I'm getting punished for people, for big channels' issues. And not just me, it's IGR, too, because that's where we host our videos. Um, not completely, because we have Twitch and the website, but anyway. Um, it's just the principle of the matter that's fucked up. And, and you know, like, oh, well, we did stuff for, for them, too. Like, you know, Jake Paul getting uh, oh, kicked off of the preferred advertisement. Like, motherfuckers. Yesterday. Like, he's not making a shit ton of money slinging his merch, like, brainwashing his 12-year-old fan base and, uh... Okay, so did you see the same video I did, though? H3? Yes! So, that was, like, yesterday was a whole revelation for me. So, it was the first time I heard about this Jake Paul kid, the terrible thing that he put on YouTube, and H3 and this guy named Ethan of how, like, ingenious he is. (laughs) I was like, this is a a monumentous occasion for me. Like, I'm I'm finding all this new material. (laughs) It's amazing. But, yeah, it's, uh... Anyway, it, it, like... It's just... That's what's upsetting. And, And I would... I would go to... Twitch exclusively, uh, except yeah, but Twitch that Twitch has even turned into a like, I mean, porn that, site basically. Well, I mean, I, so far it's not so bad, but you know it always has time to turn into YouTube. But anyway, I, the problem is with that I can't embed videos from Twitch, and I need to do oh, that okay. on the website. Yeah, um, I, you can actually embed videos through the website, but that costs a lot of money. Because that means bandwidth is being used from the website instead of from YouTube or wherever it's being hosted at. So, yep. I still have to use YouTube. Um, like I looked in like Vimeo, but that's like basically like SoundCloud where you have to pay for, you know, storage. Well, see, uh, I mean, and that's the other problem is that there's really no other boat to jump to. Like, well, so there's thousands of boats to jump to, but it's like YouTube is so up here. And everybody else is so down here. It's like, I mean, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like. So anyway, that's that's that was actually news today. Um, outside of that, nothing really interesting. So uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Um, uh, is next? We 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 should all take a little 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 bit of an indie news injection to make ourselves feel better. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. 
This week on Indie News Injection, we've got a little news for... Uh, shit, that's right, the one we're doing first. RimWorld. RimWorld 1.0. Is it coming out? Well, <laughs> according, to say? according to... Uh, I never know how to pronounce his name. Is it I'm Tynan Sylvester, I guess? Um, uh, yeah, Tynan. Who is the, the main developer of the game, RimWorld. And um, he's saying that the next big update they're going to release is going to be 1.0. Um, how far long has it been? It's been a long time. Um, uh, although, I will say that, you know, outside of, like, balancing issues, which, you know, is pretty normal for early access, but it, it's a solid, polished game, even through early access. Like, I mean, I would have been happy. I've, I've been happy with it for, I forget how long I've had it, at least a year now. Oh, okay. Maybe longer. Um, I fucking love the game. And uh, it's only getting better every time they update it. So, they I'm not 100% sure if they're going to continue to uh, to update it past 1.0. I would assume so. Um, but if they do, I'm not sure for how long. But anyway, um, I think they are... They're basically really just refining it, but they are uh, making some like UI adjustments and stuff like that. They're going to add a new power generator, which is a water mill, for those of you who played the game, which is pretty exciting because... Um, energy is something that you need pretty early on to uh, heat and or cool yourself down. Um, and sometimes, depending on where you're at, can be uh, hard to, to come by, depending on how you start, because you need a lot of steel and components for that. Yeah, because the, the randomization is like out of this world in this game. Yes. And um, let's see. Uh, they're gonna they're working on uh, certain like... Uh, quests or request requests I guess that you have throughout the game from other factions or whatever they're gonna bounce um, caravanning uh, because it's actually pretty hard to travel uh, outside of your your little colony uh, at least maybe I'm doing it wrong <laughs> it's very possible but I find it very hard they're gonna balance that more and uh, they're also uh, improving mod loading uh, substantially they say um, those are like the major things but they have a, like a, a full post on reddit uh, explain everything that they're doing for this next big update. So, those of you who are fans of RimWorld, be excited. 1.0, coming soon. Boom. Uh, you take the next one, because you added that. Yeah, I can take the next one. Um, how about getting the government involved for knocking cheaters? What do you think about that? I kinda? Maybe? Depends? Man, I don't know, it's weird. So, Tencent, who is the, um, kind of like the main... I don't want to say developer, but like backer, I guess, when it comes to PUBG over in China, um, has actually teaming up with the Chinese police to track down cheaters and hackers uh, who are playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds at the moment. Um, I want to say this has got to be, not could be wrong, but I think this is the first time that a developer or just game in general has teamed up with a legal government system to track down cheaters for their game. <laughs> I feel like there was... Was it PUBG or was it another game? I can't remember. Uh, I know Epic was looking at punishing pretty hard, but someone was going to sue some hackers for cheating. Okay. I don't know. I actually forget. I'm going to look it up while you continue mm. this. Go ahead. So, um, the firm commitment 
has allowed the Chinese law enforcement to open about 30 cases and make over 120 arrests um, <laughs> for people just cheating in a silly video game. Okay. Um, those suspected are being accused of designing programs that give players an unfair advantage, such as bestowing them with X-ray vision or auto-targeting abilities. So back in October, uh, it was uh, it was last epic. year. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. this year. Uh, oh no, yeah, last year because it's 2018 now. Okay. So back in October 2017, uh, Epic, who makes Fortnite, sued. Uh, d- did actually sue a couple of people who were cheating. Uh, specifically bots like um, a- like aim bots and stuff like that, uh, which I, I mean, in a way, so it's it's a free world. Do whatever you want to do, but well, I mean, when you look at it, a little bit ridiculous. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little overkill. But when you look at it, legally speaking, they are kind of hurting their business model uh, because who wants to play a game where people are cheating, right? <coughs> Right, which is why I I haven't touched PUBG with a 10-foot pole because I knew exactly what was going to happen with it. So, I mean, and that's one thing that kind of took me away from um, Battlefield, for instance. Yep. And, uh, like, who wants to play those games? And if people don't want to play the games, then there's no money to be had for, for those companies. So, legally speaking, I can see why that you would want to do that. But at the same time, is it that big of an impact? I mean, unless it's, like, out of control. But in, well, in I think the play- problem is is like especially with so a different article I was reading. The thought process was, okay, so you're playing PUBG, and you find the person who wins, gets that chicken dinner, and then you go back and you look at their replays, and it's like, oh, they cheated. Mm-hmm. That's how they got number one. Well, if I'm going to become number one, I need to cheat, so I need to find these programs, and then it builds off of this weird, crazy like contraption of people who are so wanting to be number one that they're willing to cheat at a at a silly video game just to get an imaginary chicken dinner you know so yeah I mean yeah I mean if looking from that point it, it's just it is stupid for people to even cheat in the first place because unless right. you know there's not like money on the line it's just fucking it's all yeah it's all, rights right and who and, and really who I don't know about anyone else but hey who who goes like hey man I just won a, a round of PUBG. I mean, you're like, me. hey, man, that's, that's exactly what I do. That's cool. I mean, that's really as far as it goes, right? Like, hey, man, good good job. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you go on about your life. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> so is it. Uh, but it is probably overkill. And, and PUBG has been known to, like, do mass banning and probably over banning, like, with the banning Twitch streamers for... Uh, for stream watching or... What? Yeah. No, people who watch, uh, watch like streams. Screen, yeah. For stream watching, it's like, well, it's, I mean, like, you're the one streaming it. Like, I mean, what do you expect? Although yeah, there I, is a lot of lag. So there was a, I can't remember who it was now. Maybe it was the, uh, it was Val with Team Fortress, but they were, they got to a point where there were so many, like, cheaters um, that rather than banning them, they just put them on their own server by themselves. They're just all cheating each other. Yeah, so they were all, I, I want to say it was Team Fortress too. I could be wrong. <coughs> But there was there was a developer that was like, you know what, we're That's so sick and tired of like trying to ban these guys and like trying to stop like these uh, assisted programs from you know being used and created on our games. We're just going to push them onto a server all by themselves. So it's like you don't even know it. Like, <laughs> I think it was streamlined to a point where 
if you if the server thought you were cheating, they just immediately pushed you to a cheating server, and then like you were stuck there. That's actually pretty funny. I mean, it sucks if it mistakes you for a cheater, but that's pretty troll and it's fantastic. Uh, so good job Fortnite and I, PUBG. Maybe yeah. you can do that too. That'd be pretty fantastic. Uh, although, but in the in the in to finish this up, it is in China, and they're kind of known for hardcore. What's that supposed to mean? They're known for hardcore. Uh, that's really legal uh, consequences. That's really, uh, that's really, uh, really what? It's their government, man. No, it's yeah. No, I'm I just agree. saying, they're, they're pretty hardcore over there. So yeah. uh, yeah. that is that. That's how it goes. Uh, you know what else is happening? <laughs> Not in China, man. as far as I know, but it could be. Could be uh, starting a riot. Yeah, starting a riot. This week on Starting the Riot, we are going to start a riot in the ring with Fire Pro Wrestling World by Spike Chunsoft. I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, So, Fire Pro Wrestling World is a, uh, would you say a reboot? Man, Uh, um... Or, or like a uh, spiritual successor. Anyway, it's something like that <laughs> of Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, it's you know, it's not obviously not licensed, not like a WWE franchise or anything like that. But you get to have these uh, cool custom wrestlers, and you can do all sorts of things like you would in pro wrestling with different kinds of matches, ladder matches, cage matches, uh, tag teams, as you're seeing here, or uh, Royal Rumbles type things. Yep. Uh, it's just super cool. It, make, it makes it, it, it's it's very arcadish. Um, yes. You know, in the s- same way that like NBA Jam was fun. Yep. Uh, you know, or NFL Blitz, and and this isn't as like ridiculous as those. It still has a lot of simulation aspects to it, but uh, it's it it um it definitely has. In the same way that like Street Fighter feels like arcadeish, you know what I mean? I guess you could technically call this a fighting game. I guess. I mean, it kind of is. It's like um, fighting and simula- sports simulation. Simulation. Sure. I don't know. Simulation is what I'm trying to say. I was gonna say, where are you going with fighting? Yeah. I don't I mean it's. I mean, I don't know what you, I don't know where you're going with that. But I, no, so this game is. Um, so the this game's like what ten years in the making or something like that. Like I remember hearing about this game like forever ago. Well, I mean, um, how long? I feel like it was like ten years ago when the first one came out, or something like that. It's so it's been forever. But the whole idea, f- from my understanding, the the initial idea of this entire game was like, how can we do everything? Like, how can we make it so everything is in this game? So, like, um, you know, the whole customization. There's like uh, they talk about how there's over a thousand moves. Um, uh, tons of customized belts, personalizing rings, mat logos. Like the the game is designed to be whatever sandbox you created with the you know like wrestling figurines as a kid. You know, like this is that game for you, which is awesome. Right. Um, I think one of the biggest uh, pros I've seen in a lot of reviews that people appreciate, and it seems like it's really taken off nowadays, is the customization aspect of it. Right. Um, what if this? It looks like someone made like Ronda Rousey or something like that. Uh, and of course, you know, new to this day and age, as opposed to when this uh, the original game came out, um, 
is the Steam Workshop. And it's like Steam full Steam Workshop, so you probably create your own characters, share them there. Uh, I would I would assume you can probably make some cool mods for the rings and different kinds of matches, rule sets, whatever, move sets. If you're that kind of creative person, who knows? Yep. Um, so, if you're a wrestling fan, if you're just a arcade kind of game fan, if you're a simulation, why do I keep saying simulation? Simulation fan. I don't know. Uh, or the other fan that I was going to say but can't think of now. This game's for it's you. Like a regular, like uh, circular fan, like a box fan. I'm going to leave it to you to look on Steam from now on because I can never have that open. No, this game, if you this game appeals to me as somebody who was a big fan of wrestling back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, when there was actually different factions of wrestling. It just wasn't the WWE owning everything under the sun. Um like that. And, and you're playing those games on like the Super NES and the N sixty four, like this is the game for you, for sure. Right. Sorry, the the videos having buffering issues, so the, the stream's not freezing, it's just YouTube. I Fucking disagree. YouTube ruining my life. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, anyway, um, any last words about Fire Pro Wrestling World? It looks really good. You should think, play it. I think this is the first true sports game that we've featured on this show. Oh, really? Yeah, I think like so. Ever? I think so. Oh, I'm trying to think back. In, I mean, outside of maybe like, I feel like maybe we did like something like that was like close to Happy Wheels but it wasn't Happy Wheels but that's not really sports that's like as close as it got and you know what's interesting last week was the first time we put on like a uh, an anime style game dating sim thing oh yeah the Doki Doki we're, we're, we're opening Nature we're opening our uh, orders sure <laughs> it's 29.99 on Steam Riders Without Borders were the new charity oh that's weird don't do that <laughs> anyway uh you know what else we can share uh, without borders? Peeping. Oh, peep uh, say our peep show. Yeah. Peep show. Please give all your attention to early access. <laughs> This week on Peep Show, we're talking about Goblins of Elderstone. Elderstone. By, believe it or not, this dude's name is Lost Goblin. Oh, they're so lost. They it's a build. lost goblin that made the game Goblins of Elderstone. Because they have to build their own city. Yeah. So they were no longer lost. Like city in the builder. city building game. Yes. Go Goblins for it. Go for it. No, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, so it's a goblin tribe simulator. Nurturing your tiny clan as it grows to stand against the other races and even the gods. Roll over the chaos. Feed your growing goblin war machine by raiding dungeons and villages. So I can't think of the name of the game, but I feel like it was a P Peter Molyneux game. Was it, was, it, was it Goddess or Godus or whatever the hell it's called? Oh, that had yeah. the same kind of concept. Yeah, so except the, I mean, these, except the aesthetic in this game looks cooler. Yeah, so the I, I'm digging the look. Like I really dig the look. Um, it's kind of like that. Um, well, what about the look? Can you dig uh, it? I'm, I'm digging it like a grave. <laughs> I'm digging the look. It's kind of like I just that. Want to peel its skin off and wear it, and then put it in the grave that I dug. 
Oh, and then just Boy, get in front of a mirror naked and tuck my penis back. Uh, no, it Welcome to Indie Game Ride. Of, That's the quote for next week going down the right corner. Penis tuckers. <laughs> um, so, it, no, it reminds me of kind of like that um, that play schoolhouse, um, uh, the toys you get for your kids because it's like, oh, here's a thing that has all these very – that typically has all these very small, like, intricate pieces, but it's for a kid. So everything's giant and bright and – easy to touch and grab like that's what it reminds me of which is kind of refreshing nowadays because it's feels like every game is either 8-bit like pixel graphics or trying to be so realistic it makes me want to puke um so it's nice to find like that kind of in between so uh, i'm i'm not entirely sure if this is more like dwarf fortress whereas like the uh goblin citizens i guess you could call them are like it, automatically controlled with priorities or if you actually have to um, give them like you have to control them all. I would assume it's probably um, like Fortress. I would say it's probably more like a Warcraft game. Like a like an old school Warcraft. Like yeah, Warcraft yeah. do. But with like more RP or either more city building more city building aspects but like the RPG stuff is still the same. I do like these. Uh, you're seeing on the gameplay now some of these um I don't know if you would call them quests, but these things that kind of add variance to the game where yeah, you can you know, basically like choose quests. a fate of some sort. Sure. Appreciate uh, that. So this game was originally uh, kickstarted back in, um, looks like uh, July of 2017. Or no, I can't be right. I don't know when it was kickstarted. It was a kickstarter game. Reached its back of 50,000, 51,000. Um, How much did they ask for? They fifty well, it's yeah, fifty grand, fifty one thousand dollars. Oh, so they just made it. Yeah, cool. Um, this so actually the art style reminds me a little bit of um, I don't know if you ever played it, but it this discourse was it what it was called? Uh, maybe discourse. not as angular, but the colorful kind of like it is kind of angular in a way. Um, but you, I don't think you're around. But we covered that like way early on in the show uh, pretty good underrated game but that's what this our star kind of reminds me of so not if that's the oh, case yeah. it's probably not everyone's a fan of it because I know some people like straight up did not like the way this course looked but maybe it works in the genre better maybe that's maybe that's a thing um, but anyway I know you like city builders um, apparently in certain ways well you yeah. like the more control the better so, like, I keep saying that. Well, that's what you said. You said that. Last week we talked about uh, they are billions, which was a city builder. But there, I was thinking, I was playing through it, and then I started rethinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if you would like this game because there's some random, there's some random shit that happens that would just totally fuck you over. It is a very hard game because of that. But so this I game, actually played uh, what was it, uh, Stellulus or Stellaris? Stellaris, yeah. Okay. That game, because that was the game. Well, that's a four X play, not a city builder, but yes, okay. God, dude, that game. It's just there's, I you the tutorial's the like three hours long. Okay. And I still have no idea how to play it. it there is a heavy learning curve. I will, Man. I will tell you that. I think I told you. That. Like, you did, but I. It, it reminds me. So, like, I've been playing. Um, uh, I can give balls. you some tips at some point. So, no, it's one of those games that I need somebody to, like, sit down with me and yeah. show me how to play it. I, like, I can I do can't, it. Actually, I think you can um, play multiplayer. 
Okay. So I've been playing uh, Crusader Kings 2 with a friend of mine. Right. And by playing with, basically, it's just him and I on Skype. And I'm like, okay, here's what's happening. What do I do? And he's like, oh, do this, do this, do this. And I'm like, what does any of this mean anymore? Like this, it's you can share screens on Skype. Huh? You can share screens on Skype. I, I can help you out with stores. And I'm no, by no means am I an expert, but I, I've, I'm in a campaign that has lasted for a pretty long while, and there is an end game to it. But anyway, Goblins of Elderstone, <laughs> uh, city builder, which I think you would like. It probably not as micromanagey as like something like, uh, well, Stellaris again isn't a city builder, but it's not as micromanagey as, right. as that. Which, and, and this game looks fun. Yeah, I mean that's what it's about, right? You ever notice though? The more, the more can you think? The more colorful a game, the more simplistic it seems to be. Not necessarily dumbed down, but just like more simple gameplay. You just mean like on the surface? Yeah, yeah. yeah it just that. seems like it's that. It's very inviting. Yeah. It's like, oh, this doesn't look intimidating at all. Whereas in like, like a game like, yeah. well, like, I mean, Jesus, pretty much anything nowadays. Um, can you think of a colorful mode. game that actually turned out to be pretty hard to learn? Uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Was that hard to learn? Man, I could, I can't, I can't I wrap my head game. around it. Like when you, well, when you get into like the, like the later levels. Yeah. I just, man, I can't do it. I can't keep up. I would do that. Shit. Some hard Whatever. poop right there. Some hard poopy. I don't know. I don't know if that counts. I think you just suck. <laughs> so uh, that is also an issue. I am a terrible game player. Like I am just not. That's why I don't stream. Depends a lot. on the genre for me. I yeah. I get I I I get intimidated. Uh, like, I, I would stream certain uh, games like Stellaris, but I'm afraid that I'm going to look like a complete fucking idiot. So with a game like this... God, you're going to look like a plebe. Is that what you want? Is that what you want your kids to know you as, as a plebe? Come on, man. And they already think that. Like <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, well, you know what will make you not look like a plebe? <laughs> going mobile. This week, Going Mobile. We're not going to show you our brand new uh, overlay for Going Mobile that Prep made and put a lot of hard work into because this particular game uh, has horizontal gameplay footage <laughs> and does not fit in that particular overlay. So oh, we're weird. using the old one. Uh, not that you care, but I just thought I'd point that out, Prep, so he doesn't get mad. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about The Witch's Isle, which is not so playing. Weird. There we go. The uh, Witch's Isle by Coco Sola. Coco, Coco Sola. Uh, talking about a game with a with a interesting learning curve. Um, first of all, I will point. I will say that The Witch's Isle, for a mobile game, has a really cool premise. It, it's not like it's not one of those games that's as, at least as far as I played uh, that has that stupid time mechanic. Like you can only do so much in a certain amount of time. God, uh, do that voice more often. Do that. Do this voice more often. <laughs> I'll do it all. I'll do it for the rest of the show. Okay. Uh, that's funny I'll add that to my character reel <laughs> uh, but anyway like it's like a full game experience that you can play right on your phone and it's not the stupid um, it's not like one of those um, like Farmville games it's not yeah the click it's baby. not an idle clicker it's not any yeah. you know that sort of stuff um, it's like a legit game uh, yeah. really nice pixel graphics too 
uh, right on your phone. You can also play on iPad, and I believe it's also on Steam, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I'm not sure how much it actually costs on Steam. But it is free, at least the version I got on uh, Android. Um, so anyway, The Witch is out. It's two ninety nine. You're Steam. on an island controlled by a witch, and uh, the witch basically curses you, the character, um, to because I forget exactly what it's. It's been like a month since I played it. We finally got around to this. Um, I believe like a kid goes missing, and she curses you and tasks you to find out what happened to this kid. And if you don't, then you die. Um, and as you're playing through the game, you have to figure it out. It's like a mystery, and you have to figure it out by talking these through these very subtle clues um, by talking to various uh, denizens of the island. Um, you know, going around finding context clues and, and environmental clues and things like that. And you can actually... Uh, the cool mechanic to this game is that you can actually fall around other people other than the character. You can't control them, but you can follow them around with the camera. And when you're not near them, they'll like maybe talk to each other and you can find out clues that way, which is pretty cool to me. Um, uh, so like they live real lives. Right. Man, that's fun. Well, I don't know if it's like random or anything like that necessarily, but it's, it's, um, they are doing stuff outside of your that's character's cool. view, which I, love I really stuff like. like that. And it, it seems like a pretty cool narrative and, uh, um, kind of dark in a, in a, Dark in the same way that maybe I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Doesn't really matter. It's dark is the point. Because, you know, everything is ruled by a witch. Which I guess tends to happen. Unless you're a good witch. Who knows? <laughs> but generally if you're cursing someone to die to find a kid, then you're probably not a good witch. Yeah. I mean, why not just find a kid yourself? And it's an island, so I mean you kinda you're kind of inviting yourself into this situation. Yeah, because if you're on an island, you're bound to get cursed by a witch. Let's yeah. be real. Yep. <laughs> Everybody um, saw um, that movie. So, do uh, you have any thoughts on Witch's Isle? Looks cool. I'm trying not um, to... I don't want to spoil anything from the narrative either. Yeah, so. it, this actually looks like something I would actually play. So, please don't You should play it. It's free. Get on your iPad. Well, I don't know if it's free for iOS, because sometimes that's not the case. But oh, I don't know. I can find out. Get on your iPad, man. Uh, well, while you're finding out, uh, I think that's pretty much all we're going to say because that's a nice, short, and sweet segment. What happened to the music? Hold on. Oh, there it is. Uh, is that music? While you're finding out, we're going to go ahead and end the show. It is the end of the show. Oh, yeah, it's free on iOS. There you go. Download it. Uh, <clears throat> it is the end of the show, and uh, some ways that you can help us out if you enjoyed what we do. Uh, you can, of course, go to patreon.com slash indiegameriots, help uh, support us there, uh, especially with the whole, uh, not that we made a whole lot of money from YouTube, but, you know, I can use that as a sub story. But now you're not going <laughs> to make any money on YouTube. Into, huh? Yeah. So now you're not going to make any money on YouTube. Um, or, as you saw earlier uh, from our very kind Firebomb Zero in chat, who gave us some 500 bits on Twitch, is uh, also very helpful and appreciated. And, of course, you can subscribe on Twitch. Especially if you have that uh, sweet, sweet Prime account. You get one free subscription. Uh, other ways you can help us out non-financially is uh, by emailing us games, people to interview, news stories that are indie game related, all to contact at IndieGameRide.com. Or you can just tell us on our Discord or maybe on Twitter at IGR Podcast. Tell uh, a friend. 
Tell a friend. Tell them how fun this we are. We've got indie games and we Good games. tuck our penis is into between our legs. Only All on for occasion you. that calls for it. Just call 1-800. I don't have a phone number anymore for tuck this Tuck that show. wiener. <laughs> tuck that. I'm afraid to actually go somewhere, so don't tell <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we actually. Uh, I don't think there's a Discord command on the thing, but we do have a button below the stream firebomb. Uh, if you would like to join us there, so but, I just Google search Tuck Dat Wiener. Yeah. The first thing that shows up is a believe it or not a YouTube video about enough. how to tuck your penis back. Is it from the Pauls? Um, no, it's from some chick <laughs> who. Looks like she, she got know. hit with like a, like a frying pan. <laughs> well, um, she's known as Princess Jules. And again, this right. video alone Insulting. has a million and a half views. I'm not. She, there's so many things wrong with what's happening now, so I'm going to move on. And uh, anyway, thank you so much for everyone who stopped by the live stream. Of course, we for those of you listening to the recorded version, we do this uh, every Wednesday at 9:30 p.m. Eastern time. That's the only time zone that matters. <laughs> Gatekeeping. <laughs> uh, any last word? Oh, one more thing uh, for last words is that once again we have a new con- we have new content from uh, Hale who's in chat, uh, aka Vance. Um, it's all centered on our Discord, but we will be streaming the discussion at the end of the month. Every last Friday of the month, there's a discussion where people are welcome to uh, join on our Discord uh, video chat room. And uh, basically it's called Indie Fireside and uh, we may have a logo very soon here. I saw some examples from Prep. Uh, Thanks again, Prep. And uh, basically Vance picks out a game or we pick out a game uh, every month that's $10 or less. So we try and keep it cheap so everyone can afford it. And uh, if you can't afford it, you can always uh, let us know and we can try and help you out with that because we want as many people to uh, experience the game as possible and uh, discuss it in depth when the time comes. And of course you can discuss it throughout the month in our Discord channel as well. So, uh, Indie Fireside, join that. Uh, this month is Snail Trek, the Snail Trek series. Uh, each game is 99 cents, so I think there's three out currently, uh, so that would be three bucks. And uh, go check it out. Uh, how about you, Eric? Any last words? Um, um, nope. Play some games. Yeah. Say Whether goodbye. you like them or not, play them. Say goodbyes. Goodbye. Toodles.